Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Mercury retrograde. What a fun time. I mean, it kind of is, sort of. We're growing. So I guess that's what really matters. I'm so excited about this episode, though, because last time we had Emma on, it was also Mercury retrograde. And we talked a little bit about Mercury retrograde, but today we really dive into everything you need to know to get you through this time without having a meltdown with that, without hooking up with your ex, without (laughs) dating everything with everyone around you. She's going to give you the awareness and the tools to help you really move through this time. But before we dive in, I want to share what's going on in my world. If you guys haven't already seen, I am relaunching the Become Magnetic Mastermind And I'm doing this one because so many of you wanted to get into this program, but I had to close the door spots and it filled up with less than a week. You guys, I had interviews and all the applications came through and I, I I felt like I was really meant to serve those other women. And I'm creating this space too, because The women in this mastermind, I cannot tell you the energy of what happens when women come together to support one another. I've watched not only these women transform on our calls, have breakthroughs on our calls, watch them start to share their messages and start to attract clients of their own, but I've also seen them support one another in a way that cannot be explained beyond sisterhood. And I truly believe... I would not be where I am today without having women in my life who support me and root for me and tell me that every day that my dreams are possible. And this is exactly the space I want to create for you. One, if you already have a solid sisterhood, that's awesome. This is going to build on top of that. Two, if you need women in your life to support you, this is an awesome space for that. You guys, we cover everything from business strategy. So if you're trying to figure out how do I start the business? How do I share my message? How do I get myself out there on social media? How do do I create a totally online business? How do I do the thing that's been on my heart? We're going to give you the tools and the exact step-by-step process to get you there. But two, if you're feeling like you kind of know what you need to do, but there's just the blocks. You can't quite take action on the goals. You you have this vision, but you're not quite sure or you're not confident that you can create it in your life. We're going to do the soul work that's going to move you through this so that you can show up and serve in the way that you're meant to. So if this is something you're interested in, 
don't wait to apply. You guys, applications are coming in first come, first serve. I guarantee you this is going to fill up fast. I've opened eight spots in this mastermind, you guys. So make sure you get your application in right now. Go hop to the link in my bio, apply, catch more of the details there. You can see what's all included in it. And if you enroll, actually, if you apply before the 24th of July and you enroll before then, you will get a bonus call, one-on-one call with me to talk business strategy. You guys, there's already two calls included in this program, but I'm going to gift you an additional bonus call on top of what you're already getting in the program. And, and if you've been thinking about the Ascension Retreat in October, I'm also gifting you $222 off the ticket price, you guys. So that means you can come to Breckenridge whether it's for the VIP night, for the business builders night, or for the, the general admission where we're going to be doing deep transformational work. We're going to do yoga and meditation and sisterhood practices and the things that I'm learning in Gabby Bernstein's workshops, my coaches, my mentors workshops, and that I'm creating myself that have helped me transform some of my wounds into the person I am today. So, hop to the link in the show notes right now. Or if you follow me on Instagram, you can grab the details in the link in my bio. Apply there. And now transitioning, you guys, Emma Del Rey and I met on Instagram and I, I, I cannot tell you, she reached out, actually I think she reached out to me on Facebook, whatever the case was. We instantly connected and I knew this girl was legit. I don't know, something about her energy was just good vibes all around and we stayed in contact and I watched her moon updates you guys they started coming out a few months ago and I've been just following them ever since she's amazing astrologer and life coach and she just launched a new program so if you haven't checked it out you definitely should but she gave me a reading a few months ago I know I talked about this in the last episode she was on that rocked my socks off. So if astrology has been something that has been calling your name, Emma Del Rey has the hookups, <laughs> but she's going to hook us all up today on this episode, sharing all of her wisdom on Mercury retrograde, how to move through it, as well as all of the other retrogrades going on, which I did not know about. So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you love it, make sure you take us on Instagram. Tell us your favorite takeaway or better yet, tell us your best Mercury retrograde story. I've been sharing these on my, my Instagram the past few days, things that people are reaching out and telling me have happened in their life. But give me a shout out. Let me know what is happening up in your world for Mercury retrograde. They've actually haven't done it in a long time, but there's been a few podcast podcasts podcast episodes my communication is struggling clearly yeah this should be real interesting <laughs> I was like have done this before it hit well Emma you're back I'm and, back and I'm super grateful for this because last time we had you on it was like smack dab in the middle of mercury retrograde mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping you could give me and all our girls some guidance on what the heck all this energy is, what people may be experiencing. Do you want to just give yourself a quick intro and what's going mm-hmm. on in your world? I know people have heard you before, but if they didn't tune into the last one, at least. Yeah. 
sharing yeah. that. Okay, so I am Emma Delray. I am a spiritual guide and astrologer. I I know I'm going to say something different than what I said last time because my business has shifted. Well, that's perfect. Good. Then we now, can get an update. It's an updated version of me. Yes. Um, <laughs> I help women find themselves through their intuition to create a joy and a joyful and growth filled life, mm. which is my focus now, which I'm super excited about. Mm. And astrology is a huge piece of that, right? That's been a major tool for me in my own journey and just you know, it cultivates such a depth of self-awareness once you start diving into that, whether it's your chart, whether it's just the stuff that's going on currently, energetically, it just helps you tune in and tap in on like a whole other level. I love that. I love that. And I've had so many of the listeners on this show have readings with you and just mm-hmm. rave and they're like, oh my gosh, it was incredible. She was spot on. She gave me so much guidance. So I appreciate everything you do. I know there's a lot of listeners who have benefited from not only the episode, yeah. but your readings as well. Yes. They have been some of my favorite people because they come in so excited and like <laughs> willing to learn. They're like, okay, tell me all the things. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, and I've definitely seen an energetic shift in your business and you in the past couple of months. So I'm excited to see where you continue to go. It's just like you, I mean, you were stepped into your power, but it's like a whole nother level now. And yeah, it's really fun to watch. But yeah. So Mercury retrograde, huh? <laughs> I think the first thing I want to say is like, I don't even know if it's Mercury retrograde that we're feeling. So yes, that's going on. And we totally, totally will talk about that. Yes. But there's like four or five other planets in retrograde as well, which it's common. So like the personal planets. So like, uh, you know, Mercury, Venus, Mars, they go every once in a while retrograde mercury retrograde happens like three times a year mm-hmm. venus and mars it's like once a year a little bit longer than that of a window so not exactly every year but the outer planets go retrograde all the time so it's not as big of a deal but when there's so much happening at once like in life there it causes a lot of commotion mm-hmm. so that's going on plus we're in eclipse season so we had an eclipse with the new moon on the second the full moon's on the, uh, I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. 16th. I had it pulled up because I knew I would not remember dates. Um, the full moon's on the 16th and the eclipses are just creating a more intense energy around the new moon, the full moon, and really creating like this portal. So when we have eclipse season, which happens in July and December, it closes the past six months and then opens up the next six months. Mm. So like there's that going on. There's all those other retrogrades. There's Mercury retrograde. Like, and people have been coming to me and be like, what is it? Is it, th-? I'm like, I don't know what you're feeling. Cause I don't know what I'm feeling. <laughs> when there's so much going on, it's hard to be like, yes, it's Mercury retrograde. Um, but there's, it's like everything. Yeah. So Mercury retrograde specifically is going to be all about communication Um, we tend to see it as, you know, miscommunication, failures in communication. It also affects technology and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, back up your computers, things like that. Flights delayed. I'm traveling next week. I'm like, 
okay, like I'm prepared, I'm open to it. Um, flight delays, things like that, things shifting, getting delayed, especially around communication, travel, that kind of stuff. And I think we all, not everyone, but if you know anything about Mercury and retrograde, that's like the first thing we know. We're like, oh no, communication's gonna go wonky. Our ex is going to come back. That's like a big thing too. <laughs> I had three. I had three. I had three come back last retrograde. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a girl who friend that's like my ex. Always, I dream of him every Mercury retrograde. Like, haven't seen him in ten years, but every Mercury retrograde, I have a dream about him. I'm like, I don't know, but that, that I don't know what that's about. But <laughs> so all that stuff holds true, right? Like before Mercury went retrograde. So Mercury will be retrograde until the 31st of July. That's like the, I don't even want to say most intense, but that is when it is actually, as it appears to us, moving backwards. But there's a period before and a period after where we're still feeling the energy. Mm -hmm. So prior to it actually being retrograde, we felt the energy, right? Last week, social media crashed and there was like mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram weren't working. And I saw like a meme and it was like, and you guys think Mercury retrograde isn't real. And <laughs> that's a really great example of that. I don't know where I was going with that, but that's, it made me think of that. So it can be all those things. But if you are tapped in or tuned in and like doing more of the work, it gets to be a time to review, revise and rethink specifically Mercury retrograde, because it is all about the mind. It is all about communication. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about this Mercury retrograde is it's going to fall between two signs. So it's starting in Leo. It is in Leo right now. And then it's going to move. And by the time it's done, it will be back in Cancer. So when we move from sign to sign, so those two signs are next to each other, we get real different energy. So Leo's all about being the center of attention, having a lot of energy, um, tends to be insecure and, you know, worrying about what other people think because they want everyone to pay attention to them. And then the second no one's paying attention to them, they're like, what's wrong with me? Why aren't I worthy? Why aren't I good enough? And it's also really a creative energy, a dramatic energy, and in those sort of areas, right? So like art and having some sort of outlet, it doesn't have to be art, but creative outlet comes up a lot with Leo energy. Then we're going to move into cancer, right? Cancer is all about being sensitive and having a strong intuition and being really nurturing and wanting to stay at home with your family and cook for them. It's the mother archetype. So think that. And my analysis, if you will, of that is Leo's all about the ego, right? We all have an ego, but like Leo has a bigger ego, if you will. <laughs> and there's going to be some healing around that. So rethinking, reviewing, revising, where's your ego getting in the way? Where is it limiting you? Where is it affecting your communication, right? That's huge for all of us. It doesn't matter what sign you are. Like, where are you seeing through only the lens of your ego, especially when you're communicating and trying to talk to other people? And when we're going to come to cancer, so like midway through, so... I'm trying to think of the exact date. I don't know exactly, but like midway through July, it'll be in Cancer. So these first like week and a half will be in Leo. Then the rest will be in Cancer. And that's all about healing our wounds. So I almost feel like the first part is like bringing attention to the ego and like where it's getting in the way, what's showing up. 
and like being able to acknowledge that. And then as it transitions, like, okay, how can I heal this? Mm-hmm. Right. How can I give that loving and nurturing energy to these thoughts, to what's getting in my way, to what's coming up. And a really important thing to keep in mind with Mercury retrograde is like waiting till after, right? Because it's almost like this condensed period where all this stuff's coming up and people are coming up or coming back and you're realizing all this stuff. But it's time to, as you know, we can with life within reason, wait until after to sort of take action on it. Because it's really not until the end, until the energy is fully gone that we can like see it for all that it is. That's why they say don't sign contracts, don't buy a house, don't do all those sort of things during Mercury retrograde because there is something that you're not going to be able to see or know during that time period. So all these lessons are coming up, but really letting them kind of filter out until the end before you say, this is what I'm going to do, or this is how I'm going to heal it, or this is, this is what it means right? Because you really have through the entire energy for all of it to, you know, shift and kind of come into play, like what it actually means. Mm. I feel like I was talking a lot. (laughs) No, no, I love that. I love that. And I I think it's really, I think what I ended up doing last Mercury Retrograde, that was a really intense one for me. Mm. I haven't quite felt this one yet, but I'm sure I will. But is it more so just being in that energy and feeling it and having awareness around it and then kind of doing the work after or is Mm -hmm. the work kind of happening simultaneously what does that look like it's simultaneous in the sense that like right mercury retrograde always happens but if we're not paying attention to it Mm -hmm. like you know it's that like so having the awareness is the work kind of during i like that during is about your thoughts your communication you know, the way your mind works, that it's going to show up in the areas of your ego and wounds you need to heal. And then just seeing what comes up. And like, if you like to take notes or whatever, however you want to like keep track of that information. Mm -hmm. So then afterwards you can be like, okay, this is how I want to shift it. This is what, or why this is coming up and what needs to be done about it or whatever it means for you. And as for like for you and for maybe other people, if you're not feeling it, it again depends on your chart and the specifics of that. So like mm-hmm. where Mercury is may not be either effective for you, a big deal for you, but if someone like has their Mercury in Leo or Cancer, like they're going to feel it more deeply. And the same thing goes for the retrogrades as well as the eclipses. Like it's going to depend on your chart, the intensity that you feel it. It also just depends if you're sensitive to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, this is crazy and it doesn't affect their signs or their chart, but they're like feeling it because they're super empathic. So there's that to keep in mind too. Mm-hmm. And it only, if you know, everyone experiences retrogrades differently. Some people feel more on the front and the back end, not actually during the retrograde itself. Mm-hmm. Um, some people feel more during those like three weeks where it is in retrograde and then the back and the front end they're just like whatever they don't they don't notice so there's also that to like keep in mind so just more so having that awareness and Mm -hmm. noticing anything that's coming yeah noticing the energy that you're feeling so you have the awareness to say okay I don't need to act on all of this right now Mm -hmm. yeah I can just be mindful of it and move through it. And then at the end, kind of dealing with whatever came up during that time. Mm -hmm. 
Also, just because, like, I know this is where I'm at. If you feel like you can't separate, because all these other retrogrades that are going on, whatever planet they're in, there is some sort of, right, going backwards. They're all calls to go internal, which is why we don't focus so heavily on, like, I'm going to make this change or make this shift. But because there's so much happening at different times, like, if something needs to change, change it. Like, it's hard to be like, Mm -hmm. this belongs with this retrograde, but this is actually a lesson of Mercury. And like, if something needs to change, shift it. If you know it specifically about your communication, then okay, wait until the end. But what I feel and what I've been hearing from other people, it's like, there's just so much of the desire to go in. And especially with those outer planets retrograde, like, it's like, I want to go inside and I want to heal, heal my deepest wounds. And like, there's a lot of transformation going on and like death and rebirth going on. And like, mm-hmm. that's why, like, I feel like the shift in my business was so not intentionally timed, but like is a repercussion of that. And I see it with a lot of people. Like there's just this big shifting of energy. So if things are shifting, right? Like I almost panicked. I was like, it's going to be mercury retrograde. Oh no. Should I really do this today? Like, like, if there's a stronger call, right? Like if you're not feeling it, if something else is pulling you, go with that. Mm -hmm. Because it's really a time of growth and change and shifting and having a lot of awareness of what goes on on the inside. And one thing I did want to mention, because I heard this and I was like, that is so good. If it, it feels like if it resonates with you, but the retrogrades that we're going through and all this happening at the same time mimics like the retrograde season, if you will, of summer of 2010. So whatever went on during that time, some of those themes, some of that karma, some of whatever it was, could be reflected back now to like kind of wrap up and seal some of those events, issues, lessons, whatever words you would like to use to kind of like, yeah, like cap those out. Okay been nine years I'm done with those like let's move on from those pieces and like ooh, new stuff you know new lessons like there's always more mm-hmm. but there is could be a similar feeling to that time in your life if you felt like that time was significant for you right like nine years ago I was in high school I was not paying attention to anything I don't know what was going on <laughs> I was gonna say I, I had no awareness at that point. I had no awareness other than life was just hard so maybe yeah. that's the lesson I don't know but yeah <laughs> we can move on from that lesson <laughs> yeah I'm good with that one being done thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah okay so tell me about the other planets in retrograde do you know which ones they are and what they're impacting yeah let me just like not speak wrong because I did pull up my notes Okay, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, and Pluto are all retrograde right now. And then Uranus is going retrograde, like, middle of August. So let me just, like, kind of go one by one. So Jupiter, it's it's interesting just to try and phrase this, because I feel like they all ask the same thing once you start to get out here. Um not everyone would agree with that, but that's like my overall theme with it is like it's calling you to go inside and do some work. And there's going to maybe be lessons around these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Again, taking into account your chart and where it shows up could totally shift what it is. 
So Jupiter is the planet of like luck and expansion. So when that retrogrades, not necessarily meaning it won't, you know, we won't have luck, we won't have expansion, but really calling attention to that area of your life. Like, mm-hmm. okay, how am I expanding? Am I stepping into my power? Am I, you know, I think a big thing with it is like flowing with the universe, opening up myself up to spirituality, kind of doing those things that help me grow. Am I doing that? And taking inventory of what have I been doing or haven't I been doing? Mm-hmm. You know, what has the time before this kind of look like? Saturn retrograde is <laughs> not a fun one. Um, I mean, none of them are fun because usually retrogrades, we just feel more intensely and we're like, I need to like go inside. Like that's how I think of it. And that's what I feel. It's like, I just want to like go inside and like figure out all my own stuff right Mm -hmm. now. Um, Saturn, you know, the planet of karma. So like lots of just lessons of Mm -hmm. you believe in like past lives, things like that, that may be coming up that we don't really know are attached to that but Mm -hmm. things that kind of keep coming back around when did that one go into retrograde personal question (laughs) I don't know I don't have that pulled up okay you're aren't you no you're not going through your Saturn return yet you're not quite I don't know how old are you're 27 right I'll be 28 in September yeah I don't think you are yet okay um Pretty recently, like a few weeks ago, I believe. Okay. okay. I just um, asked because I did some past life work with my Akashic record lady yeah. today, like two weeks ago. I was feeling yeah. really called to do it. So that makes sense. And again, keeping in mind, like the, you know, the shadow period before that, like, oh, it yeah. Been at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also for you, well, we don't need to talk about your chart. We can talk about it after. <laughs> I thought of something. Um, okay. No, no. <laughs> But yeah, also it's like discipline too. You know, that's what happens during a Saturn return is like Saturn comes around and is like, are you doing your work? Are you living into your purpose and your, you know, your karma and what you're meant here for? So when that goes retrograde, it's kind of bringing up some similar themes. Like, are you doing what you're meant to be doing? Are you, again, like stepping into your power? Are you following your path? And if not, the retrograde or Saturn return will like help you align (laughs) with that, right? Whether that's, you know, it's usually not like fun things. Like Jupiter retrograde could be like, ooh, I'll bring you in these things to like help you, guide you, where Saturn's like, I'm going to maybe pull things away or like kind of knock you over the head with stuff to like get you, get you on the right path. Like maybe getting fired from your job. If, if Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that happened to my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like, and she knows. She's no, she knows. Yeah. But it's just interesting that it happened during this time frame. Mm-hmm. And, and, and note that she signed the contract during the last Mercury retrograde. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's not real, you guys. Astrology is not real. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Interesting. Side All right. Sidebar. Side note. <laughs> Examples of what could happen. <laughs> so true, though. Yeah. Because I feel like people are will be like, oh, don't sign a contract. And I'm very much like, if you got to sign a contract, you got to sign a contract. Like, you can't wait, wait. But that's a good example. Like, yeah, it's just a good example. Yeah. Um, All right, Uranus going retrograde, which isn't yet. It'll be in August. Um, hmm. It's like very energetic, like chaotic energy, a lot of things shifting and changing. 
So by that point, a few planets will be out of retrograde, but that going into retrograde is going to bring up even more stuff because it's, again, right, you're turning inward and you're like bringing that energy of change inward. Like it's going to be a lot of calls for like, how do I gain more independence? How do I gain more freedom? How do I gain more of a sense of self and my unique identity? Um, not always like a bad thing. And, you know, but being, that is a, um, a planet to be very cautious with because it can be rebellious for the sake of being rebellious. It can be an individual for the sake of just being different and not like always stepping into its true authentic power, but just like, I want to rock the boat. I want to shake things up. So mm -hmm. I'm going to do it that way. So paying attention during that time, because some it can feel like pressure, like I need, I can't stay here anymore. I can't do this anymore. But being really cautious, like, of that, of what decisions you're making during that time, if you have to make decisions. Because, hold on. Because, oh, I don't have the time frame pulled up. But that's going to be a longer one. Okay. Um, so just, you know, playing with that as you see fit. <laughs> um, um, all right. Neptune retrograde going to bring a lot of confusion and fog if we're not already feeling that from oh, like I do a lot feel going that. on. I do feel that a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not a fun one to feel because <laughs> it's like, I can't, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what, why I just don't feel right. Like that's, that's my feeling of it. But it also brings like a call to our dreams and like our spiritual side and what we want to create in the world and, you know, things that are bigger than us and outside of ourselves and, you know, connecting to like other realms. It's very uh, spiritual energy. So that's why I can kind of put that fog on because sometimes being here can be very confusing for this energy. It's like hard to be in the body at once to be very spiritual and like kind of in that other realm. So when it's retrograde, it's like, okay, like how do I show up in these ways? And it might even be, where am I, where am I getting really confused in my life? Like, where am I letting other people rule me? Where am I escaping? Because it is that sort of like desire to escape energy because it is uncomfortable here and comfortable in a body. Mm -hmm. um, so how, how do I escape? How do I want to escape? How can I like stay, you know, put like, what am I running from? So it's probably going to call up a lot of that. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Now that I'm so, describing all this, I'm like, oh, wow. This is a My lot. <laughs> I get it see, now. Okay. I, like, see. I, was pulling a, I was pulling cards this morning and usually when I pull a card, I'll like run my hand over the top and I mm -hmm. get this like, little like giddiness yeah. in my chest and like, Ooh. like, I feel like my hand is like getting drawn to it. Yeah. Like, that's just usually like how I pull cards. And I was like, pull it running my hand over him I'm like hello <laughs> hello intuition <laughs> knock knock are you home <laughs> it was there? <laughs> you there it was yeah it was weird it was a weird feeling like I just felt so much more not connected or just a little foggy and like the mm. aspects so it can totally be that you know like showing up in that way with our spiritual connection where it's like I just can't because it's not a very grounded energy you know, and that is part of being able to connect as much as it is above us. Like we do need to be rooted. Um, and it kind of messes with that. 
So that could be part of it too. Yeah. All the things. All the things. And then Pluto. That's the, that's an interesting one. This is my favorite planet as a child. So don't disappoint my inner child. <laughs> I, I can, I can get that. I can get that knowing you. Um, it's all about death and rebirth and transformation. So, you know, I feel like the other planets are, you know, they're going to ask things of you, but Pluto, although it's small, um, packs like a big punch. It's going to pull, this is what I think was thinking of when you were talking of your friend, like it's going to pull things away that don't matter according to right? Like the universal plan, not our plan. Not it's our plan. pull things away that don't matter, aren't serving us, getting in the way of our path. So like Pluto and Saturn together doing that, like after this, you know, months from now, like we get to be, we're going to be really clear and just more aligned if we're paying attention to what's going on now and we're not gripping. Like that's mm -hmm. a big thing always, especially with Pluto. But during retrograde, it's like not trying to hold on to the things that are, are shifting almost on its own. Like that's what I feel like happens when there's so much retrograde. It's like I can't keep up with what's changing. It's just happening uh, like for me in a great way. But sometimes we get overwhelmed by that. And it's like, no, I mm -hmm. want to keep this and this. And like being really open-minded, mm -hmm. being really like just allowing and seeing what comes up and working with it, whatever that may be for you, but not resisting it and like not getting tense and not being like, oh my God, this is going to be the worst time ever because mm. it can be really, I'm going to say fun because like yes. that's how it feels to me. But like, wow, what if everything that got in my way was going to fall away during this time? Mm. Or like, and even if it's not everything ever, but five things, two things, like yeah. big things. Cause it's not just like, oh, you know, it's when I eat that thing. I mean, it could be that, but like, it's going to be bigger stuff. Like it's going to be things that are aligning us with our path that we may not understand now, but in a few months, it's going to be like, wow, thank goodness for all that because that directly led me to this and then this and then this. And it's hard when we can't see, right? Mm -hmm. Like that outcome because because of the shifts, like it is going to change the outcome than what we think. Because sometimes when we're into this, we're like, oh, this is going to lead me here and like to all this good stuff. But you never really know. No. <laughs> you never know. It always, I don't even want to say it always changes, but because I think it, I think the universal plan is consistent. We just don't know it. So we can't really. So we think we believe. have it. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, wait, this is my plan. And the universe is like, yeah, no, just kidding. I'm going to take that from you. <laughs> yeah. And that's when you got to be like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, yeah. thank you. Open palm, like, just let it Open. go. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite things. It's just, like, you can't see me because we're on. We're on. <laughs> we're speaking. <laughs> but, like, so open palms are, like, because I'm such, like, a control oh. person. I almost said control freak, but I don't like to associate with that anymore. But, like, I like to hold on, and I don't mm -hmm. like things to change. So I find myself, like, gripping a lot, like, physically, like, with my hands. So I will be, like, the second I notice that, I'm, like, okay, open palms. Like, when I'm driving, I just sometimes, like, take my hands off, which is a great, like, metaphor, right? I'm, like, yeah. okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gripping. Because then that just shows up. I mean, we could have it all else. day. Everywhere else. And then you're messing with the what is trying to happen for you, right? Like, all these 
times Mercury retrograde, the eclipses, the retro, like the other retrogrades, it's happening for you for your growth. It's helping for helping for your path, like to align you. And when we start to grip and resist and freak out, we can't see what's actually happening. We can't see the lessons. We can't see what's coming up. So when we're open-minded, when we have open palms, when we're not resisting, we can actually say, oh, it looks like this thing's happening or shifting, right? Mm. Like there feels like a lot going on right now, but I also feel so aware and not just because like this is the realm that I live in, but because I'm paying very close attention because I don't want to be overwhelmed and scared, but because I want to see what is shifting. What is that going to look like? When is that going to happen? How is that specifically going to affect me and what areas of my life? And like, if you're curious about that, you can reach out to me and we can talk about it in more specifics. But I even think like if we went in and we looked at like my chart or your chart, like you still don't know exactly what is going to come up, mm-hmm. like who it's going to be, what situation it's going to be, when, where, like there's so much that's unknown, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's just so good. And I can like feel that. I'm like, Ooh, like this is going to be a really big shift for me, for everyone. If we're open to it, like things are going to like at the end of this, like in the fall, in the winter, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, I'm a different person. Mm. Things are so different. Thank goodness. All that stuff happened over the summer and that happened because now I'm doing this or now I feel this way or now I get to go here or whatever it may be. Like, we're never going to look back and be like, ugh, unless we're super resistant and we're like, this sucks, this is horrible, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) I like that. And I like you had mentioned in one of your Instagram, also, Emma does the best moon updates on Instagram. So if you don't follow her, you should go just do that right now. But (laughs) you said in one of your moon updates was like setting the intention for this period. Mm, That was really powerful for me. I was like, because I think if you're going into it with the energy of this is going to be hard, this is going to be tough, this is going to be emotional, and, and yes, those might be parts of it, but if you set that intention, that's probably what you're going to get. Right. And so it, for me, that was really powerful. It was like sitting down, and I think it was when the solar eclipse mm-hmm. happened, mm-hmm. setting the intention of what I want for the next six months. Yeah. And, and writing that out of being like, okay, this is what happened the past six months. And like, that was a big period of growth for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to have to go through all that again. again so I'm going to call it more abundance. I'm going to call it more love. I'm going to call it like, I'm, yeah. done, I'm closing that chapter. It was great. And it was a lot. And yeah. So open, like opening up of like, okay, what do I want the next six months? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And if you miss that, if you miss like the new moon, um, the full moon on the 16th, it's um, a lunar eclipse. Mm. So very similar. Like you still have that time to sit down and write the intentions for the next six months, which that time period is specific to how long the lunar eclipse energy lasts. But what's interesting, like Mercury retrograde will be over at the end of July and All the other ones, though, kind of, like, once we're really out of it, won't be until another six months. I mean, it's going to get less and less and less, right? But, like, we will be completely out, um, I believe. Don't quote me, because by the time one goes out, it could go back in. But (laughs) the intensity of this energy 
will be kind of past in six months. So setting intentions for the lunar eclipse, like for that, mm -hmm. but also like, how do I want to show up when things get hard, when things come up, when things don't work the way I want them to? Because yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be some time. And my big thing lately is like, how can I just make everything fun? You know, and not like this is going to be a party, but how can I get really open and curious about what's coming up? Because that just brings like this lightheartedness to it mm -hmm. and this factor of fun that when we're worrying or stressing like that, right, that's what we bring to the situation. But if I'm like, hmm, what is going to happen? How is this going to show up? Like what X is going to pop up? Like getting really like, ooh, you know? Yeah. That's then funny. that's what that's we the see. card I pulled this morning. Yes. Play. Like, go have fun. Don't be so serious. I was like, yes. I hear you, universe. Again, yeah. I hear you, universe. Yes. Oh, I love that card. Yeah. I love that card. Good. Mm. But yeah, play. Like, how does this get to be fun? Because then that takes you totally out of the doubt and mm -hmm. anger or whatever it is. And just if, like, not a side note, but like, and in addition, some of these planets. Mercury retrograde too, like, and some of the aspects which are happening, which I'm like not going to go into, but just some of the other energies infused into this time is a lot about just communication on it. Like generally is going to be a theme over these next few months, but having really intense communications, being really reactive, being really intense or wanting to fight or just like getting a little bit restless in the energy so if that's coming up, knowing that's okay and it's there to teach you something mm -hmm. and that's like happening, you know, universally and again, could be more intense based on the chart, your planet, all those things, but that's also kind of a theme and it makes sense, right? All this stuff is going on, like we're going internal, we're doing this work and like sometimes that can be really, when we're shifting and growing, it can sometimes be hard to communicate from that space. Mercury retrograde, like taking that out of the equation, <laughs> although it is in the equation, like it can just be harder to get your point across when you are like pulling away from a point of view and going to another space. So just keeping that in mind and knowing there might be frustration or anger that comes up, but at the same time, not like being like, well, I must said that would happen. So it's fine that I just yelled at this person. <laughs> but again, like, what is that showing me? You know, paying attention to why that theme may be coming up for you. So overall, what I'm getting out of this is hella awareness. <laughs> hella awareness. All the awareness. All the awareness. Awareness. So, okay. So witnessing the thoughts, what, what else can we do to be really aware? Like, is there anything that you do, any practices, any mindfulness exercises that you would give the listeners to be like, okay, or is it just like listen to your damn thoughts and pay attention? I think for me, keeping not a record, but like I like to journal mm -hmm. of things that do come up that seem peculiar. Um, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of an example. But you know, a lot of the retrograde brings up past hurts, past pain, people from your past. So like when you feel that is kind of coming or cause it is our thoughts. Like we're thinking, thinking back into old thought patterns, like writing that down 
right? Because that's just another way to cultivate the awareness around it. Like, oh, it's here, right? Because, I mean, kind of going back to what we said, like, without the awareness, we don't even know what's shifting and changing and growing. So taking some time and cultivating a practice around that, whether it's just like checking in at the end of the day, whether it's writing it down, whether it's talking to someone about it, but just being like, hmm, I feel like this is where it's showing up for me or this lesson, mm-hmm. right? Like for me, I already know it's like around me stepping into my power and like removing a lot of things around that, you know? And if you're already have some sort of awareness, just generally, you might already start to feel like there's all these things that are kind of going, you know, coming up. And I also find, which is interesting to keep in mind, like, it's not like I feel one thing and then there's one thing and there's one, like, it's like all, like this, there's whole big lesson kind of coming up and it could be multiple things, but everything's like playing into one another. So taking some time to like sit down and kind of identify what you're feeling, what is coming up, what has been going on, what have the six past six months been looked like, and what do you want the next six months to look like, I think is a really great just practice because then you are setting intentions for the energy to work with you instead of letting the energy just just run you and mm-hmm. make it become chaotic. I like that. I guess. I think yeah. one thing too that I I enjoy doing is like when there's a lot of energy and when I'm starting to feel really intense emotions or I'm starting to oh. recognize that I'm feeling like I did at a different point in my life, going back and being like, okay, what is the wounding here? What is the pattern? What's the belief system that I'm running on that's allowing me to feel this way over and over and over again, or running this pattern over Mm -hmm. and over again? And usually what I do is I'm like, okay, when is the first time I ever felt this way? And usually that's the point that the pattern happened or got ingrained and begins and then we run it over and over and over again right so I just Mm -hmm. like thinking about my my dating life right this is like a so I did not have awareness around this at all until like three years ago two years ago but I had this belief system in place that all guys pretend to like you but they don't Mm. in the fifth or sixth grade I had a guy that was flirting with me and then he called me fat and ugly and it was like okay now they're all pretending that they like you but they don't and that that belief system ran in every relationship I had it would start out really good and then I would have this like doubt come in of like they don't like you they don't love you they don't they're just lying I was like had no idea where this was coming from until I did the okay, when was the first time I felt like this? And I went all the way back to the fifth or sixth grade. And so recognizing where are your patterns coming up from the past and when did you feel like that the first time so that you can reset that that belief system or that wound? Yeah. I think that's a really good example too of something that could come up. Mm -hmm. Especially with Mercury retrograde. Yeah, and it's not just like some like, let's let's run with this example like if an ex pops up like already had that happen and I was like no <laughs> just like no. down I just, like, <laughs> but why is that person com- right because I fully believe like if someone's coming back yes mercury retrograde but we're an energetic match for that like there's some mm-hmm. either behavior we've been engaging with thought process we've been engaging with that allows that person to come in 
So what is that thought process? What is that behavior that allowed that person to like sleep back into your world? Um, and it is going to be stuff like that, like noticing the patterns. And I mean, I, I run the same practice. I do the same practice of like, when was the first time? Because that's the most important time. Like, you know, to like tap into and to know, because like you can know you do something over and over again, but until you know why you do it Mm -hmm. and where it came from, that's like only when you can start to bring the awareness to it to actually heal it and shift it and change it. Because otherwise you're like just putting a bandaid over it and you really have to get to like the root of the wound. Yes. 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 All the things. (sighs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) on way too many levels Uh, okay any last like bits of advice for for us going into this time you have I mean this is amazing because I feel like I'm a little more prepared (laughs) yeah but any any other words of wisdom for us I think because this is my favorite advice just like deep breaths like not getting way too caught up in anything and just like grounding. So if the energy feels chaotic to you in the sense that you're feeling very confused or like you don't know how to go from thing to thing or, you know, feeling ungrounded, ground. Mm. Because we always have that choice and we always have that ability to ground ourselves, whether that's taking a walk, whether that's sitting in meditation, whether it's like putting your feet in the earth, whether it's just like not being on the computer or on your phone for like an hour you know, there's always some way to just settle. And that may be something we're going to need a lot more of, right? And that's a great way to stop, pause and check in with what's happening instead of just like running on fumes of the energy. Because I can feel that I'm just like, you know, there's so much that I'm like, oh, it's fueling me and I'm going to get this done and I'm going to do this. And I'm just like, okay, but do I even know what's happening right now? Like, okay, stop, pause, like be grateful and just be aware of like, what is, what is happening, you know? And it's hard to do that without pausing. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that when we're working or we're at our jobs or we're doing this thing and that thing. Like it requires the pause and a little bit of time to actually be like, okay, this is how it's showing up. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm feeling. And now I'm just going to ground so I don't feel like I'm going to float away or I'm going to like have a panic attack or want to cry or like my emotions are too much just coming back in. Mm. I love that. And I think I, at least I do, I don't know if I'm sure other people do as well, but have a tendency to want to fill my plate with more stuff when it's really uncomfortable mm-hmm. energetically or when I have a lot of emotions because it's a way of avoiding it and not okay. doing the work and going inward. And so recognizing if you are finding yourself being like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to put my put this, or this is uncomfortable. I don't want to be alone. I need to be surrounded by people that that may be a sign to that. Oh, I'm, I'm avoiding because I have a tendency to avoid emotions. <laughs> I actually, yeah. Like ground, because when you pause and you have to sit with yourself, you have to stop that behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, And it doesn't mean that you can't do things. It's just like being aware when you're caught up in that spiral because it is a spiral. It's like, I don't want to stop. And like every moment has to be filled and I need to be doing something. And like, second you're in that pattern, 
retrograde or not or astrology or not like that's a humongous call and like indicator for me like I need to slow down something is very wrong Mm. here like but also (laughs) because of all that is going on because I've been feeling that a lot and I'm like what is wrong what is wrong um and like I have stuff going on in my personal life that like can attribute to that but also knowing that energy can just make you feel that way too because it's asking a lot of us, you know, it's asking us to feel a lot of stuff and get really uncomfortable and we do not enjoy that. No. So no. Grounding, grounding, you know, I dig it. Yeah. I get a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, oh, well, thank you so much for all of this good wisdom. And we You're may welcome. just have to have you back before every chaotic period in our lives. <laughs> yep. I like it. I enjoy it. I was like, this is a great idea because it, one, it reminds us, but there's something different that that can come up for everyone. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. reminder, what do you do to raise your vibration, Emma? Anything shifts since the last time? I don't even remember what my answer was last time. I don't either. I think, I actually do think I remember. I think I was really into like dancing at that time. Yep. Um, oh, Right now, I'm actually similar. I'm really into chanting right now. Ooh. Yeah. Med- like chanting meditations? Yeah. What, where, do you, where, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> because I'll have my own apartment in I, five days. By the time this airs, I will be moved in. <laughs> that's amazing. I know. Um, I we're, <laughs> so I've been doing... Um, like a course with my coach where it's been like focused around chanting for like abundance. So that kind of got me back into it. Um, but now I'm just listening to, I'm going to butcher her name. Jai something. I can send it to you. Yeah. Why don't you, we'll, we'll link it in the show notes. So yeah. People are feeling but all her stuff is really good. It's a lot of like of the Kundalini, yes. um, it's actually I heard of her through Gabby Bernstein it's oh is it I know your funky master class yeah it's, oh, okay. she mentions her in there it's like oh. all of her stuff um but now I listen to that sometimes like um like for a meditation or just like before this I was doing that like it's a good way for me to kind of like tap back in yeah because sometimes I just listen but when I'm actually like chanting like it's such an immediate shift for me. Like, I feel like my head clears. It just, it feels really good. Noted. Yeah. I'm going to try. I like yeah. trying it. I like all the things. Like, I'm just like, what can I try? Tapping has been my thing lately. Ooh. Really Tapping's good. good too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anything going on in your world that you want to share with the audience? I know we've shared where they can find you, but where, where can the listeners hang out and listen to your amazing moon updates? So they are on Facebook and Instagram, and I can send you both of those links yep, so you we'll can like attach them. them. Um, yeah, so that happens every, the moon moves every two and a half days. So every two to three days, there is an update, and it's a lot of what we just talked about now. You know, the moon focuses on our emotions, but I talk about all the short, short, all the sort of energetic shifts that we could be feeling Mm -hmm. and what it's going to mean for that time period and how to work with it. Um, yeah, I do readings 
which you, which you know, we talked about that. I do yes. astrology readings. And they're great. <laughs> I, I love it. It's just such a, it's a, such a fun thing to do with people. Like, it's just a great experience to give to others and watch other people's minds be like blown open. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is mind blowing. Yeah. Oh. Um, I also do one-on-one coaching. So I just today, I don't even know if you saw yet, but I just released my program called your transformative life. I did and watch that on your story. Yeah. And Yay. oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm excited it's, for you. Thank you. It's all about anyone who's feeling like lost, struggling, just disconnected and like not knowing where to go and what to do. And it's a three month course of just walking you back to yourself. Cause that's really where it all begins. And connecting you to your intuition, to your power, and using that wisdom and knowledge that comes from you, right? I just guide you there. And (laughs) then we apply that wisdom to all the other areas of your life that may need shifting, that kind of need that love and guidance that have probably been lacking Mm -hmm. to really create the life you desire full of, you know, growth, because that's a huge theme for me, transformation Mm -hmm. as the name, um, and joy right? Just like, that's when we start to feel happy. Happy. That's when we start to feel joyful is when we're tapped in to our own power and to our own wisdom. Like, that's just where it all begins. I'm excited. Excited for you. Excited for everyone going through the course and excited for this podcast episode to drop. So thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. Always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. Hear your nuggets. So nuggets all the nuggets all the nuggets